to the Flannel Destination. I am your co-host, Nate Wilson. And I am also co-host, Tyler Bowen. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's been a little bit since our last episode, a little bit longer than usual uh, since our grab bag episode but uh we're gonna make up for it by talking about a whole bunch of stuff on this episode of the flannel destination we're gonna talk about uh the venom trailer jupiter legacy a little bit of yasuke netflix yasuke Mm -hmm. but our main uh, topic today will be amazon prime's invincible yeah it's been we've had a lot of people asking about asking us about when we're gonna do this show uh requesting it a lot of a lot of information flying at us about this show so it's I'm excited to do it. It was it was definitely a surprise for me. This show was this show is probably the most memed uh, show that we're covering because I have not been able to go a single minute opening my social media feed and seeing think Mark think memes <laughs> yeah. over and over again. I love them though. I'm for it. Yeah, I'm for cool. it. They're it was- cool. It's just it's like the same punchline. Like keep sending them in, but like you know, there's nothing special about them anymore. They've just it's been. Over flooded my feed, but Pers- they're still fine. Personally, I, like I, en- I enjoy seeing all the different ones. Like, there's like a Simpsons one, and then there's like a, <laughs> there's a game, well, the game I like to play, Destiny. There's a Destiny one, and then you know, there's there's a there's a thousand of them, and it seems like they appeared overnight. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they've always been there. So let's uh, let's start off with the, the Venom trailer. It just dropped earlier this week. Uh, our good boy Nate over here is probably the biggest Venom fan that I know. You know, yeah, and any of my friends will know this too. Um, I am a huge Venom fanboy. Um, not necessarily the biggest Eddie Brock fanboy. Uh, I'm more of a, a Flash Thompson kind of guy, Agent Venom. But that's not even that's not <laughs> that's nothing to do with this. Uh, I wish it was, but you know, a guy can dream. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, it, it, the trailer starts off, and it's it's, uh, it's very campy, very funny. Yeah, it's it. This, there's this whole joke where, there's this whole joke, well, where, like, Eddie Brock is just, like, drudging through his morning, and Venom is, like, creating tentacles around him to make him uh, breakfast. a breakfast, yeah. but it's, like, he, do- he clearly doesn't know how to make breakfast because he's setting off alarms with, like, burning sp- things. Yeah. And, yeah, and then he just the throws, the- throws, like, a just shit ton of, like, breakfast food on his plate. And then it explodes a bottle of ketchup on his on Which, his shirt. it's, I mean, it's funny, but it feels like a re- weird 80s joke. Like, this whole, that whole scene felt like an 80s <laughs> uh, uh, weird movie montage a thing. Lot I don't of, know. A lot of people have said, and I tend to agree, that the Venom movie, the first one, and likely will be the same case with the second one, but the first one feels like a superhero movie from the 2000s. Yes. And it feels like a very I early... definitely agree. While, like, storytelling tactics have i want to say improved with superhero movies it kind of feels a little antiquated hmm. as far as you know the, our, our regular super to- superhero tellings uh but it, it's still yeah like you said it, the whole feel is just campy like throughout not even including the the show music but the, the show tune but um thank god in the trailer at least they fixed um Woody Harrelson's hair. Oh my god, that was the big. Um, the internet was rejoicing, because it was so off-putting at the end of the first Venom film. That was kind of nice. It was like a mix. It was like a it was obviously a wig. Yeah. It looked like they stole like an off-brand Ronald McDonald wig yeah. to put him on his head. It was like a mixture between like Annie. <laughs> Annie and uh, Chucky. <laughs> Ch- wait, Ch- uh, Chucky as in um, the Killing Doll or the Chucky Ador- Finster? Chucky Finster. <laughs> what, what was what's that Spoonerized name? Fucky Chinster. Fucky Chinster. <laughs> Shout out to Curtis Lawrence. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Uh, enough alienating our our listeners. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, but we got our first look at Carnage, which is it looks pretty cool. People will know Carnage from comics and such but he's he's lore wise he's 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 venom's son okay i didn't know that yeah i've always seen him as just red venom crazier red venom well he's he's uh he's he's like he's more slender than venom is right Venom's more he's kind of bulky which they don't really make venom look too much in this venom movie like venom is supposed to be really bulky but he's just kind of like a little bulky in um in the Venom movie, and also, I don't, I don't think I've actually, we saw a lot of Venom 
full-suited Venom in the trailer. Yeah, not too much. Not too much. Uh, I think they're saving that kind of eye candy for the movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I really did. I, I was, I was, I enjoyed Carnage's appearance. The, I, I think it's. I don't think it's like bright red enough. I know that's kind of a, a tiny no, picky thing. No, you're but. no. I, I agree because that's kind. I mean, like it should be the color of blood. Yeah. But it's now. It's just like. A maroon. It's just kind of like a rusty... Yeah. Kinda. And I, I really hope that they... I'm kind of bummed what they did with Riot in the first movie. Because they gave him all of Carnage's kind of traits. Hmm. But just silver, you know? And bigger. Um, because Carnage's uh, uh, kind of trademark is like blade hands. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. The, like the scythe hands and stuff like that. That's like that's his thing. He made, he makes blades and weapons from his... From his body. Super cool. The trailer really focuses more on Carnage and Woody Harrelson's character um, more than anything else. Like, that was the entire focus of that trailer was was Carnage. Yeah, and I, 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 I'm, I'm for it. Even though they only showed him a couple times, I'm excited to see Woody Harrelson as Cletus Cassidy. For sure, he's gonna he's gonna kill it. Yeah, I bet it's gonna be awesome. I can't wait for it. There's a lot of people that were like, "Oh, it should have been like Walton Goggins," which also would have been really cool. But at the same time, Woody Harrelson is going to knock it out of the park. Is that the guy who owns the chocolate factory? Yeah. That's Willy Wonka. That was a bad Willy, joke. Willy uh. Walton Goggins. <laughs> okay. And the... <laughs> I don't know. And the uh, Southern Accent Factory. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? He's, he's, right. like, a, he's like a Southern guy. Right? All right. Anyway. Uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's get talking about, uh, what, what, what do I want to do? I have next on the list, uh, we were supposed to watch it last oh. weekend for a future episode, but we're going to talk about now Just Jupiter Legacy on Netflix. Okay, so we watched about, what, three minutes of this? <laughs> it felt like an eternity. Oh, man. I say and this you, a lot, but I'd, more... r- I'd rather say that, I, I say this a lot, but I'd rather watch the Snyder Cut than watch one episode of Jupiter Legacy. <laughs> You are you are definitely more patient than I am because yeah. we, we started we started this and I, we started it and it was like two minutes in and I'm like I can't do this I'm not I can't and I'm not trying to for anybody out there who does enjoy Jupiter's Legacy fuck who you gave it a ch- <laughs> who gave it a chance <laughs> I am not here to say you have a bad taste in anything but I, I am I'm fuck saying, you <laughs> I personally Nate Wilson is here to say this was not for me. If you no. enjoyed it, that's fine. Me neither, honestly. It's just, like, first of all, the aesthetics of, like, the suits and, it, like, everything. Everything it's just was off. just Sky High 2. It was. And we joke about Sky High being, like, the ultimate superhero movie. But I mean, no, it, is this, it not? all jokes aside, yeah, it, it, was a, it was a campy, you know, middle schoolers movie. Where uh, it, it's, 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 it's campy and it's also, like, trying so hard to be edgy. Oh yeah, and there's like some gore later on and stuff like that, and like some like sexual like themes and everything. And like it feels and... it feels like a CW original. It does that. It's it's like <laughs> it's like it's like what they're gonna do with the Powerpuff Girls. What do you mean? They're making a Powerpuff Girls live action. No, <laughs> why? <laughs> Who's gonna cut off their fingers to be a Powerpuff Girl? <laughs> I hope they do that. I hope they actually do that. They they literally just chop off somebody's fingers so they look better. (laughs) Um, But no, they it's they it definitely feels like they took Sky High and were like, let's make it let's let's make this like the boys, make it like the boys. Let's do that. Let's copy the boys. And the network, the Netflix executives were like, hell yeah. We're Netflix and we'll finance fucking anything. Netflix originals suck so not much. Uh, they have hits. They have like The Witcher. They have Love, okay. Death, and Robots, which we'll be covering next weekend. And Bojack Horseman was like also one of my favorites. But like, I don't know. This also this, this is in the same wheelhouse as um, Lock and Key, which oh, yeah. I was really for for like the first half of the show because I heard you saying that Lock and Key is an awesome comic book and series. It, is. it definitely is. I want to borrow those books sometime. Uh, yeah, a friend of ours, Travis Clark, turned me on to those, and they are so good. And then it ends up being a fucking CW sexy drama. It definitely turned into a, ooh, sexy teens doing sexy teen shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, also, also Lock and Key. Also, yeah, I guess some Lock and Key shit, but whatever. That was like the general vibe we got 
from Jupiter Legacy. Also, what is the Jupiter series? Is it a series? Because I remember a Channing Tatum movie that bombed like three years ago. <laughs> no, that has nothing to do with this. I'm pretty sure anyway. Uh, I don't know. Jupiter Ascending. Yeah. And I also, I, I don't know. It feels like it could have been the same thing. Ah. That movie was, I once again, couldn't watch it. <laughs> so it maybe was... it is the same series if you couldn't watch it. <laughs> Sounds the, like it's a theme. It's the unwatchable cinematic universe. <laughs> <laughs> the unwatchables. And once again, Coming I'm not here summer. to tell you that what you're watching is crap. I'm here to say mm. it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. And I'm here to say it wasn't for me either, but I am t- going to tell you if you did like it, um, maybe consider just jumping into the ocean and never coming back. Uh, so yeah, next we're going to vote on who your favorite co-host is. <laughs> it's going to be, it, and it's going to be rich. It's going to be, be rich. rich. <laughs> Let's be honest. Rich is the best one in this room. Uh, yeah, but no, we started it and it was like, oh, I can't watch this. And it was, Tyler was like, Tyler was like, come on, we can do this. And I was like, I cannot, I cannot do it. I'm. I am very glad we didn't end up watching it because I thought it was a movie. I don't think I could That's have like. I, yeah, we went I into it thinking that it was going to be a movie. I don't think I could have like handled it if it was a show. Like it was like ten episodes and they were each like an hour long. Oh, uh, I couldn't yeah, have. T- I, I, we literally couldn't sit through half an hour. Yeah, like I said, it was it was. I exaggerated with three minutes, but it was it was actually like maybe maybe ten minutes. Yeah, we got we we got into like the first major superhero fight. And it was so stupid. Like, a bunch of these guys in uh, monkey masks try and, like, steal an armored car or something. Oh, yeah. And then, and then this another, sexy lady comes in. She's like, I'm the one who's stealing this car. And, like, blasts them with, like, weird gauntlets. And, like, I'm a sexy with Sonya superhero. Blade, with Sonya Blade wrist, wrist lasers. Yeah, it was it was dumb. Um, may, Who knows? Maybe we will give a, that a full episode just so we could have... Um, maybe like two hours of just destroying that but i don't think i have the brain cells or no. just <laughs> mental capacity either. to watch would, an entire series it of would that. probably be really easy to review yeah just because it would be a lot of fun just to shit on it i'm not we're not far enough in um flannel destination for me to sacrifice that much brain power to a show like that. <laughs> it's not worth it yet. We don't have when we, we're not we're, getting paid enough. <laughs> oh, by the way, by the way, shout out to Thomas Scavo and Sal Scavo, one of our one of our uh recent guests hosts. They became our first uh sponsors, our first uh supporters yep. on Anchor. We have a budget of six dollars now. <laughs> hey, that's uh six dollars more than we had. Yeah, exactly. So uh it, if you guys want to also support us, I mean, like, we hey, don't yeah, care. Go for it. We, we, we will spend that money on stuff for the show. Yeah, it'll always go back. It'll definitely go to, to pay Rich. He's literally saying you need to pay us every single episode, but he deserves it. He deserves it. He is the only reason why our show sounds so wonderful very and very professional. That's very true. We love you, Rich. Bullshit! Oh, my God. Just can't take a compliment, that guy. Whatever. <laughs> All right, do we want to uh, move on to Yasuke? Yasuke? Yasuki? Yes. Yasaka. <laughs> Yasuke. Boy, I, I gotta say, I really wanted an action-focused, historically accurate um, anime, but what I what we ended up getting was Zelda Breath of a Mild-Mannered Black Samurai. <laughs> Because it was just so weird. Why oh, were I understand God. there being magic in a feudal era anime show? Like, yeah. Why were there magic. robots? Giant mechs like, it, in feudal Japan. <laughs> it was so weird. the The show follows a an actual historical character. Uh, I don't I actually know what his real name was. I it think might it be, was Yasuke, the only black samurai, samurai in yep. Japan. Which was so cool, and I was really hoping for, like, an accurate retelling of his story, yep. and you got, like, 20 seconds of it before you got magic little girls and giant mechs shooting missiles at and black shamans. And laser magic. And, it was yeah. And so astral weird. planes. And, yeah, it was just... Netflix took her... Like, I want to say Netflix didn't take any risks in this, but they took one risk, and that's to bunch up every single anime cliche imaginable and put it into the <laughs> yeah. show and hope that yeah. it worked and it didn't and, it, and for that reason it didn't really work uh 
The animation, he, okay. I will say, is is very crisp. Um, the action's pretty cool. It is, yeah. but the action overall, is the best part. The action, the fighting scenes are crispy as hell. They are delightful. Yeah, there <laughs> it is. There it is. We delightful. got a delightful, folks. Uh, so okay. So what I want to say about the character Yasuke is that it was played by Lakeith Stanfield, who is prolific, a prolific actor. He's rising through the ranks of of, of Hollywood, and he's amazing. He's and, he's so and not to like diminish the acting capabilities of. Of him, Lucky Stanfield. Of yeah, but um, I did when we were watching this. I found out that originally it was supposed to be Chad Chadwick Boseman. Boseman. Yeah, R.I.P. Which yep. I mean, either way, it, it would have been the perfect character. Yeah, I and I mean, I feel like people were kind of the passing of Chadwick Boseman combined with Lakeith Stanfield really kind of meteorically rising through the ranks of Hollywood. Like as I said before, um. It really those two things combined into into people really expecting more mm-hmm. out of this show, and then you know inevitably kind of being let down because this show wasn't ever really promised to be anything like crazy. It never even really said that it was going to be a historic drama, but it, it was implied because Yasuke was a real character. Yeah, exactly. It was not I don't character, think... a real person. Person. Yeah, it just. It out of like literally the first few seconds of this anime, it just destroys your eyes with giant mech fights yeah. and lasers and magic, Super and it's just like this is. Magic. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to sign up for this. It's cool. I'm gonna see where it goes, but I just, I just wanted historically black cool samurai. If the if the action scenes and the fight scenes were one iota less enjoyable. I would have not watched it. Yeah, but we did anyways. We did. And I don't regret it. Still better than Jupiter Legacy, I assume. <laughs> yeah. That's what we should preface. Uh, we went to watch Jupiter's Legacy, assuming that it was a movie, found out it was a show. Found, found out, out that it was a awful. Show, and then we were like, oh yeah, Yasuke's on. And then we were like, oh, this is going to be so great. <laughs> this is going to be so awesome. This and is going to be the perfect like, Mother's Day flick. Is that a... Is that a robot? (laughs) Isn't it like 1508 right now? What year is it? What happened? Yeah, there's a lot of questions. It's just they didn't need robots. That's like the big thing. And then they, 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 uh, Oda Nobunaga says like, oh, the reason we were defeated was because of the mix. And then we use that technology to defend ourselves. And then nothing else is said about the mix. Yeah. Nothing. Like if anything, just give us a little exposition on why, why the are fuck there are giant mechs? robots in feudal Japan? Like magic, fine, I can excuse that. It's kind of a fantasy retelling, sure, 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 sure. But, but then mechs. super anime mechs. <laughs> I know, but like we're, they're still we're living. On this, but it is, it is, it, it is it's so, so silly. off-putting. It is it's, so silly. It's feudal Japan. There are people living in huts, cooking rice over fire. But they're mechs. Yep. And no other, and no other, like... There's no guns. There's no, yeah. There's, there's no There's cars no transportation or tra- system. No, or, but there's just mechs. Yep. Mechs, like robots, and like Gundam suits, because there's some that like actually pilot them. Yep, yep, yep. There's oh. like sentient robots, and then there's like mobile suits. And it's just like, what the fuck? It's, it's so it's, weird. It is, it is odd. Yep. <laughs> Anything else to say about Yasuke? Um, no. That's... A th- that's all it's, I want to shit yeah, on. Yeah, I'd say about six out of ten. It, yeah, it's it has its moments, but over overall, it's it's just so filled with just about every anime cliche that there is. Exactly, and it kind of just falls short from what I expected. Yeah. All right, let's get on to our main show today. Invincible. Oh man, I was I was very and not to not to skip around here, but I. I, I I was pleasantly surprised by this show. And I know it was for you it was kind of a more of a letdown in the end. Yeah. But well, well, like, we'll get into cuz like too. I like I've said before, I watch a lot of um animation shows. Um I've sure. seen a lot of DC animated shows. This one kind of reminded me of one of my favorites, um DC's Young Justice, which is like edgier Teen Titans right. in like the best way possible. This it just overall it's a pretty cool show but i don't know it's i i was totally brought on as soon as it dropped i wanted more but as soon as i saw all of it it's just 
It was different. This show was basically, what if Superman was fascist Walter White? <laughs> uh, I And, you know, I, I tend to agree with some points and disagree with others, but we'll get into that. All right, as with most of our shows lately, I have a list of uh, some fun facts about uh, the origin of Invincible and the comics, the comic universe. All right, so it was it's an Image Comics title. It's not like DC or Marvel. It's it's by Image Comics. Um, Mark Grayson as Invincible debuted in number one hundred two of Image's Savage Dragon title, which is a super badass name. For, yes, for Savage comic. Dragon title. Uh, Invincible received his own book on January second, two thousand three, and ran until February fourteenth, Valentine's Day of two thousand eighteen. Whoa. So yeah, that's a long for a run while. for is that a, like for one book? Yeah, that's a that's a long time. It's crazy. Yeah, cool. And it was supposed to go longer. The guy, uh, 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 Robert Kirkman, uh, the creator, uh, he actually said that he wanted to literally retire from that book and then pass it on to another generation. But like forty issues before, like before the actual before he decided to end it, he was just like, oh, I'm subconsciously writing a finale to this and decided to, 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 to just say, screw it and actually write what he had in his mind, which, uh, and there are some, some open ended questions left, um, in the ending, but, uh, yeah, we'll get into that too. Uh, the characters were conceived by and created by Robert Kirkman, the creator of walking dead. Really? Yeah. He's, he created walking dead as well. Uh, so he's got a lot of, so you're telling me this guy created, DC knockoffs and zombies? That's incredible. <laughs> How I mean, dare you? I mean, like, oh my not god, to get a off, lot of Invincible fans would hate you. For I'm saying just saying, that. just about every single character, except for well, the Guardians of the Globe thing was literally that was intended to be a Justice okay. League thing, and then that's I mean, why they're also immediately killed. <laughs> okay, I guess that makes sense. You know, okay, getting back into this. Smart writing, then. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they knew what they were doing. Uh, Robert Kirkman, and later set to the page with help of artists Corey Walker and Ryan Otley. Uh, Ted, Todd McFarlane's Spawn exists within this universe. Really? Yep. That's cool. They call it the image co- continuity, or the image universe. And it's kind of a loosely based sort of... It's like the main universe of like Marvel, like the 16, 616 universe. To I get would real nerdy with it. I right? would love to see uh, a Spawn Damien Darkblood crossover show. Ooh. That would be so cool. That would be neat, like a detective series, like buddy cop sort of, but darker sort mm-hmm. of. Absolutely, yeah, that'd be, that'd that would be, be tight as well. awesome. So Spawn and Invinci- Invincible actually teamed up in a story arc called Invincible War, which I don't know the extent of that team up, but. Just Sounds the fact that cool. they acknowledged each other was pretty badass. Pretty cool. Super badass. Uh, Mark eventually forms his own company based on his superpowers named Invincible Incorporated. What? Yeah. And sells <laughs> his services of protection to prisons and private groups. Uh, the Science Dog comic, which he, he, he makes reference to, he's a Jack Russell Terrier who he's like... Uh, PhD in metaphysics. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, because like, there's the an early episode. episode. Yeah, yeah, he's talking about one of his favorite comics, and science it's dog, science dog, science dog. Yeah, and that, and it's a Jack Russell Terrier. Yeah, and the... that's your fun fact. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, the comic present in universe and within the show was an actual comic idea that Kirkman pitched before Invincible, and it failed. <laughs> really? But hey, you can't you can't hit 100% of the shots you make, you know? He, he, he hit with The Walking Dead, one of the most popular shows and comics of all time, and Invincible. Don't dead open inside. That's Don't dead I'm, open inside. That's the only thing I know about Coral. that. Coral. <laughs> Coral. <laughs> Have you ever played the, the Walking Dead games like the, that are based off of the comic book? Uh, the they're like a point and click adventure. Yeah, yeah, no, I have it, but they're I've heard so good things. Good. I've heard very good they're things. Very... I've heard they're super sad. Yep, <laughs> and I am not a I'm not good with sad boy stuff. But all right, the source of Invincible's power is what do you think the source of Invincible's power is? Blood. He's no. got Viltrumite blood. Uh, okay, so that's where he gets his superpowers. Is how it... do you, how do you think he maintains his superpower? I'm guessing like Superman sun power. He harnesses the ultimate power of working out. His powers are maintained by working out. 
And it is implied that if he let himself go, he would eventually return to normal human strength and lose his ability to fly. I think I'm done. That is, <laughs> that is the dumbest. You maintain strength by working out? Whoa, mind blown. Is that why I can't fly? Because I refuse to run? Well, okay. You know, uh, Superman gets his strength from the sun. Wonder Woman is just kind of, you know naturally gift she's she's just naturally gifted she's the son of satan she's a, well in the, the hades zeus um there i don't know there's one story i remember that she is actually the daughter of uh hades and hippolyta or whatever her mom yeah her mom's name oh, neat. that's pretty mm-hmm. cool but e- either way this the, the point stands uh but yeah he would return to human strength if he stopped working out if he let himself go if he just we never see him work out in the show. so Not yet. But that's also why he gets his ass beat by his dad. Because he doesn't work out? Oh, well, yeah. His dad's been fighting Earth-killing monsters and demons and aliens for a thousand years. So No, no well, on Earth for, for, yeah, you know, not for 17 long, years. But yeah, still. Basically. Uh, yeah. Because that's what it, it's basically in Yeah, 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 definitely. But yeah, I just thought that was really interesting that, you know... He could lose his powers, or you know, turn into a planet killer himself, which is pretty. If pretty, he just if he crazy. just didn't skip leg day, <laughs> got to do those curls, but you know, did you just say curls? Weightlifting. Oh, do I don't. Leg, I don't do go leg to the curls. Gym. Leg curls are a thing. Oh, okay. Well, so, I. Well, that's what you meant, right? That's uh, leg curls. That's. Thank it. you for saving me. <laughs> you're the tr- you're the true invincible superhero here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I am half Asian. Like our character. Dad, are, that's... You a, are you a genocidal alien? Your your silence speaks volumes. Okay. <laughs> uh, ne- next, uh, next, next fact here. In a story arc that involved interdimensional travel, Invincible met Spider-Man in the Avengers and later Batman. Cool. And he made fun of Batman's stupid name. <laughs> wow. You can imagine Don't, you never heard Batman not... before. And you heard, I am, let's say, I am... Uh, I am Sparrow Man. Yeah, it is stupid. That sounds dumb. But, you know, Invincible, don't fucking... <laughs> That's also not better. <laughs> don't throw stones if you live in a glass house. Exactly, exactly. Which is, you know, it's neither here nor there. Uh, Invincible has a vulnerable inner ear defect that allows him to be incapacitated by specific sonic attacks. There you go. There needs to be some kind of kryptonite. Right. And his is a bad eardrum or something. So, okay. The, the way I heard it explained was... That he needs to maintain equilibrium within his body and within his head to... And, you know, if you got an inner ear infection, you're, like, walking around. You, you can lose, like, consciousness or, like, fall over and if your equilibrium's off, right? So that's like him, but with his, like, all of his powers. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some differences between the comics and the show include the facts that Amber was originally Caucasian and the Green Ghost was male. You know, s- small small things. Yeah. But- I mean, I, 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 I'm telling you, I the, the research I did into this book, there is some crazy. I feel crazy like the book things. is way better. There, no, 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 no. The book is about what we saw. Okay, but it is just the tip of the iceberg, man. Hmm. There is some crazy shit coming up. All right, then it's. Uh, not to give, you know, this isn't not really to be a, spoiler. a spoiling bad friend that Nate usually is. One time. And you were like, oh, that's awesome, Nate. Thanks for that little factoid. Because I'm afraid Martian of Man you. Hunter. You're the invincible of this group. You could kill you. me with a thaw. I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> but in this room, I can fire you. Because oh, I'm the sorry, boss. Sorry, sir. <laughs> sir. Please <laughs> yes, don't ever. Sir. Sorry, That makes sir. me feel so bad being called sir. Like, <laughs> I have any kind of power over you? Damn. <laughs> don't ever Don't ever give me yeah, that. Yeah, you came up with the name. You came up with I the did. name. So this is I came podcast. up with two names. I came up with... Yeah, the well, final destination and our miniseries Unbuttoned. By the way, uh, another episode true. of Unbuttoned coming out later this week. Look out for that. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go over that again, too, what we're going to be covering and stuff. Um, no, so, okay. So, so, not really a spoiler. Everybody can kind of see what's happening. But he, uh, Invincible and Adam Eve get together. And they, like, stay together. What? Like, get I didn't know that. Yeah. Why did you spoil that for me? Shut up. <laughs> I didn't see that happening at the end of the uh, Season one, he gets back together with Amber, which, by the way, fuck Amber. She's a shitty character. Oh, we'll I, get into that, too. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Okay. Uh, more facts, Nate. 
Uh, I, that's actually I command my command you one. to make more facts, though. That's my last one. You're fired. Oh. <laughs> You're a subpar today, mister. <laughs> well, you know, there's not a, there's not like a, there's not, uh, Image Comics in themselves have only been around since 92. That's... And this book, while it has been running for, what, 15 years, it ran for like 15 years, there's not, everything's kind of out on the table, you know? There's not a whole lot of lore. There's not yeah. like a, it, it, not like there would be with like, with characters like freaking Captain America, who's been around for ever. Since literally World War Two. <laughs> yeah. Well, even before that, I'm pretty sure. They, he was created before World War Two. Speaking then, of uh, Captain America, I meant to say this earlier. Did you know that there's a new, um, I guess there's a, a new introduction of a villain. It's Red Skull mixed with Venom. No way. And the design is very off-putting. Oh, no. Like, it's cool because, like, the skull on his chest is, like, symbolic of Hydra and, like, yeah. the, the... The tentacles. Look like the Venom... Right, right, right. ...legs or whatever. That's kind of happened before, but not with Red Skull. There's been a Hydra Venom, but not, like, a Red Skull But the, the thing that's just... If you look up a picture, it's super creepy because he, he just has giant human teeth. Oh, like the skull. Like the Red Skull. Yeah. Instead it, of fangs. Yeah, it's it's super weird. Oh, crazy. Uh, it sounds it sounds about right for a villain, though. Okay. All right, so let's get into some of the plot here. And this is, you know, we didn't... It, 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 with a show like this, especially that starts off kind of villain of the week-ish with... Oh, it's... Because, it, uh, well, Mark's entire thing is villain of the week. But then the yeah. overarching storylines are... That's peppered um, in the first few episodes, you know? Yeah, the overarching... They have two major storylines. One is being... Why did Omni Man slash Nolan kill the Guardians of the Globe? Yep. And we don't find that out until like the very last episode. And then we also have another overarching subplot, which is Robot, played by um, Zachary Quinto. Zachary Quinto, love him. Um, He's great. He is cloning Rex Splode, one of the superheroes, to make an 11 year old body for himself. But yeah, we'll get into that too. I mean, well, why don't we get into it now? Uh, yeah, all right, we can jump around a little. <laughs> it's just. That one, that plot is super weird because it's, it's also like the main plot where it's just like, it's carrying you on this weird mystery for yeah. like the entire show. And at the very last end, it kind of just kind of, it's kind of like, oh, there. that's it. That's it. It's like, because they were being so secretive about it. They were, it was, he helped uh, the Mahler twins escape out of a prison. I love the Mahler twins. The Mahler twins are probably one yeah, of my favorite parts and of the show. They play Run the Jewels music in the background whenever they're on screen, which is great. Um... And he's like, oh my god, is is Robot a bad guy? And it turns out he was just kind of using them to clone a body for him. So, so he, could... he could eventually have sex with a 14-year-old. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, she's it's a 24-year-old. Definitely... She's a 24-year-old in a 14-year-old's body. Yeah, keep, because every time t- keep she's... telling that to the cops, Nate. Oh my god, stop. Tyler's a, Tyler's a pedophile, everybody. Why That's would you t- say that? No, I'm saying that about you. You can't turn that on me. <laughs> so she's Fuck a... you. You're, this is this is definitely a fireable offense if I've ever heard <laughs> I'm calling one. HR. Um, I am HR. <laughs> okay, so Monster Girl, every time she uses her powers, uh, she she regresses in age a week. So she's twenty four year. She's a twenty four year old woman that has regressed in age back to like when she's like fourteen or fifteen. And um, Robot, who is we 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 think is a is actually just a really smart AI in a robot is actually a very smart human, deformed human, in a test tube somewhere that Same. is remotely controlling uh, ro- the robot, said robot. So he wants to escape his metal prison, <laughs> slash his, test tube his prison. His test tube prison while he and, o- operates a robot, several robots, right, right. which is cool. And uh, so he clones a body using the Mahler Twins technology, and... Uh, it's actually a clone of Rexplode's body. That's a 14-year-old version of him. So he can be with, romantically, implied romantically, with Monster Girl. Which, if you're thinking about it, doesn't that kind of make Monster Girl, being a 24-year-old woman, kind of a weird person? Because well, she's 24, and he's his body... 30, he's like 38 or something. No, he's on the teen squad. He's on the teen team. No, they literally say that he has the brain of like a 38-year-old or something. Because he's super smart. I'm pretty sure he's like 30. No, he's on the teen team. Okay. Why would he be on the teen team? Why would he be on the teen team? Why? Maybe the robot itself is No, 13. that's stupid. What? <laughs> that's dumb. You're dumb. 
Sure. Why would a robot who like they never knew that um robot was an actual like human? No, they didn't. So why would a robot be on the teen team? You know what? Good point. Yeah, exactly, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. It's like I, I it's it's different. I kind of like it, but it's also like I don't know. I just find like that was if that was like introduced like earlier and that was like an overarching storyline of of a robot creating his clone Rudy, you know? <laughs> I prefer you call me Rudy. Right. Okay, right. 11-year-old kid. It's so weird. I don't I don't know. And but okay, let's get to the like the over like the big thing which is uh, Omni-Man killing the Guardians of the Globe for the sole purpose of Wait, wait. wait. Let's let's talk about the scene where he kills him. Yeah. Which oh my is god! Awesome. This show is pretty brutal, and there's a lot of blood and gore and guts and what have you. But that scene, and I, I use this term with Tyler before, but it is so specifically brutal. It is. It, it is it's the only time the brutality feels like it has an actual point to make. Uh, yeah, I well, yeah, definitely. But I mean, like, because there are other times in the show they're fighting and like blood and gore and bones is coming out, and it's just like this is just shock value, right? Exactly. But this fight scene is like it somebody feels intended. Yep. Every piece of blood that gets splattered out is intentional exactly. and is supposed to make a point, and, and it is so good. And somebody, you're you're watching this and you're thinking, oh my god, somebody had to think about specifically how Omni-Man was going to kill these guys. Yes. Sp- the specific way he was going to do it. They had to think up the way that he was going to spin War Woman's head around and then she was going to like still be alive and cough up blood on her on her cape. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. That is... The scene where um he's holding Red Rush by the head and crushing oh his skull and God. he's like trying to punch him. And he's him. like just... He's punching him, but then it like devolves into like just hand slaps because he's just instinctively like trying to fight for his life and failing. And then his eyes pop out and his teeth shatter and his skull just collapses in an, on Omni Man's hands. And for those of you who have not seen the show or have no intention of seeing the show, I'm I apologize for the <laughs> for the explicit nature of, but it is, and I'm not doing it justice. No, it fits in the story and it fits well. It really makes you, it changes the whole narrative of the show, that one scene. And mm-hmm. later on, with the final fight between Omni-Man and, and Invincible, ch- does the same thing. It I, changes the narrative. It changes the entire feeling of the whole series. The way that, that specific brutality moment changed the narrative of that episode. And I and I said this like earlier as a joke that like what Invincible is just, what if uh, Superman was Walter White? And like that's the sort of story... It is sort of telling because we know, and just like in uh, Breaking Bad, we know Omni Man, Walter White, they're doing these bad things. Yeah. And like the intensity of the show is having the wife slowly find out yeah, that they're a yes. bad person. Yep, definitely. And honestly, if J.K. Simmons didn't voice Omni Man, Nolan, uh, Brian Cranston totally could have done oh, it. Oh, he totally could have. It would have been point. it would have been a great character. Good point. Good yeah, point. Yeah, it would it would it would be awesome. But and, yeah, I mean we love J.K. Simmons. Do, but do you think that J.K. Simmons could play Walter White? You know, let's make that reboot happen. I would love to see that. <laughs> uh oh man, yeah, that's a maybe in a movie form. He could play Walter White in movie form. Do you think they could make a Breaking Bad movie and do it justice. I, I feel like it would be it useless. Would, I, It'd be useless. Yeah, it would be like The Last Airbender. Like, you can't ah, put that ugh. much story into a, even true. a two-hour movie. Very true. Very true. Because it's it's a, it's supposed to be a slow burn. But back to Invincible. Um, Yeah, and then, like, at the end... So, in the beginning of the episode, we see them him kill the Guardians of the Globe, and then, at the end, we find out why. Mm-hmm. And I just... I don't know. It fell flat for you, right? And I, and absolutely, because... I kind of knew since the beginning it was he's killing these people for a Viltrumite reason. We right. find out that he's a Viltrumite, which is basically like a Kryptonian. Well, we knew he was a Viltrumite, but his his yeah. uh, his telling of Viltrumite like uh, lore and his... lore and their and their reasons behind things was completely falsified. Uh, right. He was like, "Oh yeah, we go around helping. We're in the a, beginning we're a peacekeeping uh, uh, planet." Yeah, and in, the, in like the first episode. Um, Nolan Omni Man explains it to Mark Invincible. Oh, Viltrumite, we're like super nice people. We just to go around helping the universe. Right. And in the end episode, it's like we do that, 
but not by subjugating entire races and planets. Yes, we're we are very fascist, but it's oh, cool yeah. because we're also the strongest people on the planet. So who's gonna stop us anyway? Right, the strongest people in the universe. He's like, oh yeah, I killed them so we could eventually take over this planet for right. our planet. And that's kind of foreshadowed when they're fighting the, uh, what is it, Lax- Laxon, Laxans, Lax- something like that. Uh, Laxatives? The, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the uh, dimension traveling uh, aliens that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that I have written in my notes. Uh, they oldify. <laughs> they when do. They're in our dimension. They get older. <laughs> they age really fast, really quickly. Uh, so he gets. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Nolan gets trapped in the that alien dimension right right and goes ham oh yeah that was really he's literally just destroying an entire society yeah that was probably my favorite my favorite scene in this show was him just fucking up this whole planet and i really got to see him show off his powers and i really love just like on the flip side uh mark goes home to tell his mom Dad's been trapped in an alien oh, yeah. dimension, and she's just like, "Oh yeah, okay. oh is it Tuesday already?" Right? He's <laughs> she's like, like uh, "He will like, be oh, late." Okay, for... we're gonna be. He's gonna be late for dinner. He's like, it "What the very fuck, funny. mom?" And then she's like, "Dude, no, chill." <laughs> yeah. Hey, I've seen like, him do fine. way worse things. It's and then he, fine. And then he destroys this whole planet, like commits genocide, like on a very unpro- on a planetary scale. Yeah, down to the last drop. I'm pretty sure. And Fun fact, then, I like how you say down to the last drop because, like, literally the last thing he does is he's holding up a giant boulder on no. top of like some alien scientists, like sent me home, and they send him home, and then he literally just drops the yep. boulder on top of them. It's and like, like and it's and like now a mountain. I'm home. It's like a mountain, and it's like the last like of their species. They send him home, and he's got this. Giant well, it's implied. Beard. He's got this big beard and it's yeah. like grayed out Ooh, and it's like I've been, been gone for, for like fifty years. <laughs> I need a shower. Yeah, and then he comes home and like I need a shower. Um, and they're like, oh hey, <laughs> you've been gone for eight minutes. Well, they they also imply that uh, they'll come back those um, laxatives because <laughs> like at the end of the last episode they do a montage of every villain of the week we've seen, implying that yeah. they're going to come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the uh, laxadarians come back. <laughs> Uh, I want to go over the actors, the voice actors mm. here. Uh, Invincible, Mark Grayson. Uh, he's played by Steven Yen. Is it Yen? Steven Yen, Steven Yoon. I thought it, yeah, I thought it was Steven Yoon. I've heard it both ways. Because I, I like to I make believe... a Steven Universe joke, yeah. but I guess. No, I, I, I made that, I made, I said Yoon last time I referenced him on the show. So I, I've heard it both ways. I'm not totally sure which way to pronounce it, but either way, Steven Yoon, Steven Yen. He is Mark Grayson, and he's once again another very prolific rising actor. I also, I'm not sure if this is true, but I kind of I had this idea of where they came up with the name Grayson. Um, immediately I think of Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson, yeah, but I think sorry, another. I um, no, you're right. <laughs> the I think one of the other is um, a common name for an alien is a gray. And he's literally the uh, son of an alien, so he's Grayson. Maybe th- that's my idea of how they got a, that's a up with that name. That's a very good point. That'd be a fun if that would be true, or maybe I'm just pulling shit out of my ass. Like yeah, I, I mean, do. yeah. I mean, I don't, there's no way to prove that, but that's a really good. I mean, we could uh, ask. Really good observation. We could ask people. Robert Kirkman. Robert who's, Kirkman, our if favorite listen listener. To this, yeah, our number one fan, Robert Kirkman, who's paying <laughs> 99 cents a, a month on our. How dare you besmirch <laughs> Thomas Scavo's name like that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, though, thank you, Thomas. Uh, anyway, <laughs> J.K. Simmons, obviously Nolan Grayson. Love him. Yeah, we've talked about him a lot so far. Uh, Sandra O oh is Debbie Grayson. She's Sandra O. Oh. There's, that, there's oh. that one um, joke in American Dad. It's like, I need to make a drink for, uh, I think it's like Grey's Anatomy. It's like, <laughs> I'm making a drink that's just as good as the show. I call it... The Sandra O. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, she's great too. I can't really say what else. She's in she, Killing Eve. She's oh, uh, the star yeah. of Killing Eve. She, I, I thought her she character definitely Eve. stole the show for me. Like her, um, her narrative of slowly her finding reactions. It. Her, yeah, her genuine emotional reactions to what was going on. I believed Are it. Awesome. They're great. I love how like I know you could kill me, but. I'm still going to talk to you like right. I'm your it's mother like, or my point. husband. It's mm-hmm. so cool. She's yeah. so she's a great character. Great, great, great character. Great actress. That character is written amazingly. She was a perfect, perfect uh, pick for for uh, for voice acting. Uh, next, <laughs> well, Walton Goggins. He deserves mention. Walton Goggins is great. He was in like he's in Justified. He was he played a villain in Ant Man and the Wasp. 
Um, he's been on a lot of things. Uh, super underrated actor. Who did he play? In what? Oh, In- he played Cecil. Oh, cool. Like he was he, a great character. Yeah. I love Cecil. Cecil, yep. Cecil, Cecil. Cecil. I think Cinnamon. they say it both ways in the in the show. Okay. I, I think they say it Cecil more often though. Um, this is the first character I've ever heard him not have a southern accent. Really? <laughs> and I'm not even sure if he's southern or not. I, I guess I'm not. I'm not totally sure. Well, Walton he, Goggins, if you're hearing this, <laughs> <laughs> other other celebrity listeners that we have include right. Walter Goggins. And this one, Amber Bennett is she's played by Zazie Beetz, who is my future wife. In case none of you knew that, Zazzy Beats, if, if you're listening, to say it. <laughs> no, Zazzy she's Beats, great. please. She's great. Um, great. She plays actress, Amber Bennett. Shitty, shitty character. character. Like she wins me over as like a genuine, um, like teenage character. But like, so the Her whole thing motives. is she's dating Mark Invincible, and towards like the middle and end, she's just like, "You need to spend more time with me, or I'm gonna break up with you. You can't abandon me." Right. And there's this scene where like they're going to look at a college. And a fucking cyborg shows up, and Mark ditches his uh Well, he street appears clothes. to ditch. He appears oh, to he ditch. ditches his, yeah, he ditches his street clothes. And, and becomes invincible, invincible, so he can fight this robot. And then Amber's like, how could you ditch us like that? I'm breaking up with you. And then the very next episode, she, he's like, I'm, I'm invin- invincible. I've been invincible. And she's like, I knew the entire time. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> then why are you mad? He's he like, didn't abandon. Because you lied to me. Oh, and it's like, God. if it's between that, keeping my secret identity... And saving all of my friends and family from in, in, incredible torture and pain, then yeah, I'm probably not gonna tell you right away. And, this and is, I understand, I understand, like, oh, you lied, and it's like, yeah, but I couldn't really tell you right away, and how, I had stuff yeah, to do, it's, it's, so it's, it's like, there's a secret identity. This is why I think um, superhero movies and shows are kind of abandoning the secret identity motif because it doesn't really work. It just adds unnecessary, boring tension with like regular characters. Yeah. It's and never, this is what, that's why like the Marvel movies work so well. There's really, there's really very no, rarely like a romantic thing going on. Well, there's no, there, name more one, so, name they, one character in the Marvel cinematic universe that actually has a, um, secret identity. Spider-Man barely has Spider-Man, one. Yeah. His aunt knows, uh, Tony Stark knew. Yeah, that's a really good um, point, actually. His best friend knows. Uh, Mary Jane in it knows. Uh, Scott Lang. Not a lot of people know that he's the Ant Man, nor do they probably care. Well, but. they yeah, well they sort of do it in Endgame, where he's like, "Hey, do you want a picture with me? I'm I'm oh, Ant Man." That's true. That's true. Who? And uh, they just kind of right. like they don't want a picture. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. So like that's what I'm saying. The the superhero uh, secret identity motif is nobody does it anymore because well, it doesn't work. I hate that. I hate that they kind of do it, but not really. But they immediately like, they abandon the it. They do the thing where they're like, if you don't want to see a superhero, you won't see one. I'm like, that's bullshit. Oh, yeah. Who wouldn't be looking for every... Like, if I was in high school and I knew that there were like there was a specific team of teenage superheroes, I would look out all the time. Like, oh my god, I, mean, I wonder who they could do, be. Do you... Adam Eve doesn't even wear a mask, and she uses her real name. Yeah. Well, that's all those team team superheroes. Rexplode, Strength yeah, Ray, Duplicate. Like in, they're not even, like, in high school. Adam yeah. Eve is in high school, uses her real name, doesn't wear a mask. So it's like, why even try to be secret at that point? Yeah. It's, I mean, that, that whole stupid thing is stupid. But they also... Stupid thing is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> the whole, like, Mark has a secret identity, identity, and even Eve's secret identity thing is, like, immediately abandoned for the people who they'll talk to. You know, like, in that last episode, Amber doesn't care, and, um, you know, she finds out about both of them, yep. and so does William, um, yep. who I don't know who he's played by, but he also plays, um, I forget his name, in Big Mouth, also. Uh, Andrew Ranellis. Reynolds. Yeah, well, he plays William. He plays William in uh, Invincible. He also plays, I think it's Andrew, in uh, Big Mouth. Really? Yeah. Andrew Rannells? Uh, I forget his name in the in Big Mouth. I, Big Mouth. Matthew. Matthew. He plays yep. Matthew. He plays Matthew. Also a super cool gay character. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he plays right. the gay character. Yeah, yeah, he's great. That's a really good character, actually. Uh, then Jason Manzoukas plays Rexplode. And <laughs> They're both in this show, I just realized. Yep, yep. They're both in Big Mouth and in Invincible. Yep. Um, I love Jason Manzoukas. hate Rexplode. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the point. Uh, Jason oh, I mean, Manzoukas, I hate the character. Not Jason, that, not... <sighs> I hate the idea of the character. Jason Manzoukas is slowly becoming, in a way... 
TJ Miller in that like he has a cool live action show but that it's he's all in. kind of one shtick. And then when see like you hear him in like other things and it's like oh it's it's him again. Right. Like he like TJ Miller was overused in like a bunch. Like, but he, he also sh- turned out to be a huge creep. Did he? Oh, oh big yeah. surprise! He looks like a creep. But I mean, like he's, <laughs> he, he's a great actor for a while. Yeah, he's a yeah, fun yeah. person. Uh, not anymore. Obviously. Not anymore because he's being super creepy and borderline abusive. I think. But that's... why can't men ever learn to not be creepy and abusive? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I. <laughs> Not sponsored by men. <laughs> we, I've said it before. We love women. <laughs> you said you hated women. And I said that just, was a joke. Oh, was it? Uh, he just winked at me, folks. Call the police. I'm being you held here. By, by, you can't prove that. Against my will. <laughs> Don't make me get the ants. <laughs> no, I'll no. eat a hundred in front of you to make sure you learn your lesson. Oh, no. That's so gross. Anyway. Okay. Uh, what else we got here? What else we got going on with Invincible? Well, I think the characters are like the biggest part. They're obviously, at, I mean, at the end, it kind of just. You know, what what are your overall thoughts about this show? Um, very, very strong, very, very surprising. Uh, I really, really enjoy that they adapted it so accurately to the story, to the to the comic books, uh, down to the costumes. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, that- Except for that one thing, I mentioned it on our very first episode, our episode zero. Mm-hmm. They totally butchered the insignia of Adam Eve because right. it's supposed to be a female signal uh, symbol. I actually with Adam rings. I looked at that later on, and they do have Adam rings on there, but in the like the first few episodes, it's just an X. Yeah, and it's totally it gives a, it gives a very different absolute message. <laughs> you know, it's like I also she's thought- like a. She's like a traditional Christian that believes that women should be subservient to their spouses. That's, That's what, what you that got, means, I, right? I, I, don't know. I always thought it's uh, when I saw first saw that I thought, oh, is she like a transgendered superhero? That'd be cool. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. She also her story just kind of they kind of just like shush her away for a while. They but do. She's like she's she's a great she's character herself, and she's you know okay. One thing, and I almost forgot about this, but Adam Eve is the most underpowered person in this whole thing underpowered underpowered she has the power of manipulate molecular transmutation she can make anything from anything yeah she could make the the atoms split in your brain and cause a nuclear explosion she, she could, could have taken out omni man in a freaking heartbeat she could have um she could have done that thing from that one episode of rick and morty and just add on atoms to oxygen and make gold in your lungs yeah <laughs> gold lungs (laughs) gold lungs but yeah no okay so getting pretty nerdy with it again and i say that a lot getting nerdy with it but she has the same power set as apocalypse from marvel who is like the ultimate mutant like the omega level molecular manipulator but it said she uses it to protect (laughs) nature uh, and um, some hikers i think it's specifically um the black hills it might be. It really. I think it actually is. She goes to like She's after just, Mount Rushmore. She yeah. just goes and she posts when up it, in the Black Hills. I was watching and that. Protects one a bunch of really really high meth heads in <laughs> in the small towns in the Black Hills. There was um when um they were saying it was like episode second or the second episode um when uh, Mark was charged with uh, defeating a supervillain at Mount Rushmore. I was mm-hmm. watching that with Christina yeah, yeah. and um he's just like. Where's Mount Rushmore? And I'm like, aha, same. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you and guys. And then he's like, South Dakota idiot. And I'm like, hey. I don't even think they say South Dakota. No, they do. Oh, he okay. does. Good. He like, Cecil calls him back and he's like, it's South Dakota. <laughs> Where's South Dakota though? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It exists only in your mind. <laughs> oh, but yeah, overall, uh, super surprising. I, I felt was like- a little, I, I felt that there was... A, the big twist was right at the beginning. Yeah, we knew that it was a reason because it had to do with Viltrumite, uh, yep. Viltrum. Um, so it wasn't really a surprise when it's like, oh, Viltrum is evil. It's right. like, okay, it's fine. There was that that last... Uh, the greatest scenes are, in, in terms of fighting, and then like the brutality of it, are the first episode at the end when he fights the Guardians of the Globe, mm-hmm. and at the end when he fights Mark. And that yep. w- the one scene that like completely like threw exactly me through a say. fucking loop was when he 
takes Mark. He's like, do you really want to protect these people? Protect these people. And he flies under the subway uh, and holds Mark by the head Mm -hmm. and forces him to crush a subway train. With his face. Yes. And Mark doesn't, I'm assuming he feels a little bit, but all he, we we see in Mark's view is a bunch of people being ripped to shreds by himself. And it's just... It's brutal. Oh it is visceral. My God. Like I said, that whole that whole episode, that whole ending fight it's changes so it changes the entire feeling retroactively mm-hmm. of the rest of the series. Absolutely. You are starting to, once you like find out the reason, you start hearing things that um Omni Man says that are that are like indicative of him being just super you know, bad. A terrorist. <laughs> yeah. Man, when he calls Nance or uh oh, yeah. Debbie. Debbie. When she's like, yeah, I love my wife, but she's more like a pet. Oh, my God. And she hears that, too. It's awful. It is. Oh, my God. It is just. It's it's just. They went somewhere you didn't think they would go. And and also. They they did it really well. It's like the whole reason he comes to Earth is to conquer it. Imagine getting a job and putting it off for 17 years just to have a hot Asian wife. (laughs) Rich. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Oh. A long time ago in a land far, far away. Um <laughs> And I'm invincible. That's 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 what I came here to say. Is that why you I'm not gonna make it. I'm gonna, is, I was gonna is make that why it. I'm overweight and <laughs> You can't do superhero things? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come oh. back to the gym with me so you can start saving the planet. We need somebody, Nate, I'm and it has powerful. to be you. I'm too powerful. You couldn't it, it, <laughs> I was I, wanna... I was too powerful, so God had to nerf me. <laughs> I nerfed myself by not working out. Anyway, enough deprecation on Nate. Um, (laughs) Do you have anything else to say about the show? No, I think we covered it really well. I really enjoyed it. Final thoughts. Yeah. Enjoyed it. 8 out of 10. 8.4 out of 10. I give it a 7 out of 10. It was... I'm going to watch um, season 2 when it comes out. I don't think I'll be re-watching season 1 for a while. It it all depends on the narrative that's set up in the second season. Yeah. If if something like changes in the second season to make the entire first season rewatchable, then awesome. It's going to be cool. I'm very excited for the yeah, for I'll, the future for future seasons. It's going to be All fun. right. So, uh coming away from our our review here, uh stickers are getting here this week. So Hell yeah. If you want a sticker, let us know and we'll send them send one to you for free. And maybe then, we can have some kind of event. Let's how about this? This is just totally up in the air, okay. but maybe we'll have sort of like a little fun meet and greet at Slackers. We'll just hang out at Slackers, and if you want a sticker, come by, have a drink, and we'll give you a yeah, sticker. Yeah, we can do that too. That'll sound like save fun. on postage. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll yeah, set if fun. you can't make it to Slackers, we'll obviously send you one. But if you feel like you want to get grab a sticker, maybe a couple. Yeah. Um, come into Slackers one night. We'll set up a a Facebook. Uh, post to tell you when we're gonna do that yeah, an event. sound that sound good to you i'm sorry to no that's perfect i didn't i i sprung the stickers thing on you yeah <laughs> and it was pleasant and you sprung this on me and it's pleasant so okay, yeah cool we got, we got a good, good thing going here one thing i do want to mention uh today this wasn't mentioned in any other any other posts but i do want to mention that uh we were supposed to be we were supposed to have uh, a guest host, Tyler Newton, on our show. Host of uh, Pathetic Premiere. Pathetic Premiere. Awesome podcast. Check them out, yep, too. Yeah, check them out. Uh, but he had to back out the last second due to some uh, due, to, due to medical reasons. So Nothing um, major. Nothing major. But nothing serious. But yeah, he, We weren't going to force him to come in if he exactly. wasn't feeling and well. We didn't want him to be miserable. We're very sad that he couldn't join us because he's, he's a delightful human being. Delightful. And yeah, we wanted to give him a shout out. Go check out his podcast. Uh, he's a great guy. Um, Again, that's Pathetic Premiere. Yep. All right, so just to wrap up, check out Facebook, Twitter, everything. Uh, next week we're going to be doing our. Um, next week we're going to be doing our uh, our uh, episode on love, Rob, love, Rob, love, love death, death, and, and robots, robots. <laughs> as well as our, uh, our, our another grab bag episode. Uh, yeah, that's going to be episode. that's going to be in the middle of this week. Our episode on love, death, and robots going to be on the weekend. Yep. Um, be sure to keep asking us questions. Send us questions. We'll answer them on our next episode. Um, of Unbuttoned. And again, like us on Facebook, Twitter, Insta. We're also on Reddit. We have our own Reddit page. That's right. That's right. Um, Tyler set that up. Yep. It's just there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Message us, guys. Talk to us. We love to hear from you. And as always, thank you, Rich, for keeping up with us. And it sounds like we're about to be cut out. Yeah. So thanks again for joining us on the Flannel Destination. And thanks, guys.